I've been praying for the non-believers. All my neighbors thinking I will leave her. Awful eager to fall for all deceivers. They don't care what the creator prefers. They don't believe in walking up to Peter. They don't believe in God, Jesus either. Go from breeders and the instant reapers. Listen to the tweeters, the twisted leaders, misdemeanors. Hello, welcome to Be Vigilant. I'm your host, Matt Dean. With me, nope, just kidding. Becky has taken the day off. And uh, I'm going to give it a shot here all by myself today. Uh, Becky is busy. We do uh, appreciate all the support that we've been uh, given here on Be Vigilant to keep us on the air on American Christian Network, Thursdays at 3 p.m. We are listener-funded, and once again, we thank all the listeners that have helped out. If you would like to help out with us, you can send, shoot us a text, 509-818-7818. Help keep us on the air, help keep us digitally just want to start out by thanking everybody that does tune in on American Christian Network at 3 p.m. on Thursdays. We, Becky and I both really appreciate it when we're out in the world and people say, yeah, I listen to you. I mean, that's awesome. We really appreciate when people uh, take the time to download it wherever most places where you can uh, stream the show. And to make give comments and to interact on social media, you know, Becky runs our Facebook page. She's created quite a group of people there, just reaching out and friend requesting as many people, just trying to get God's word out. And that's what that's what we're supposed to do in the world today. I think is we're supposed to really, and I don't think this. I don't know why I said that. I know that we're supposed to take God's words, God's word, to every end of the world. And it starts right in your own neighborhood. I hope through this show that you've been encouraged to share the gospel with your neighbor, coworker, invite people to church. Maybe if you don't go to church through this show, you've heard God tell you to go to church. You know, there was a point in my life where I knew I was saved, but I didn't think I needed church. That was, uh, couldn't be further from the truth, right? To really, to join a true New Testament church and to be encouraged by one another and to be strengthened through God's word. That's what, that's why he gave us the church. It, to look back in my life now and think, man, I was crazy to think I could just be a Christian wolf pack of one. If you get that joke, you get it. If not, it's true. God did not design human beings to be alone. Even he gave Adam Eve. And it all went downhill after that. But hey, that's a different story. But what I'm saying is God did not design us as creatures to be solo. He created marriage to be that representation. He created the church so one another can lean on each other. We are, we are in a weird month. I know it's June and things have been shoved down your throat. It seemed like maybe Pride Month started back in, I don't know, April, pride is a sin. So we are in the we are in the midst of sin month, and I, I thought maybe I could just walk past it and not talk about it at all. But the narratives are shifting. They've shifted over the years from you know acceptance to now submission. What Satan wants is for Christians to give up their morals and their values. And to submit to his wickedness and to his sin. That's not what God wants for each one of us. God also doesn't want you 
tearing down and bashing the homosexuals. It is with love and with truth that we're to tell them that a sin is a sin. That's fact. We're not to, we shouldn't be shunning them is what I'm saying. These are lost people. They need Christ. I pray that there will be bold people that can stand up and speak the truth to them. Because in God's word, where was I just reading this here? Jeremiah 31.10. Hear the word of the Lord, O ye nations, and declare it in the isles afar off, and say, He that scattereth Israel will gather him and keep him as a shepherd doth his flock. Right? Yes, God scattered Israel. They've gathered back there again. But it's true. We need to be everywhere proclaiming who God is. We need to be in everything. We as Christians here in America have taken a back seat. We've worshipped at the altar of a nine-to-five job. We've given more to secular secular thoughts and secular motives than we do to God. If we put God first, the rest of everything falls into place, right? It, it's what we need to do. And I like Psalms 37, 7, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. To me, if it's not God-ordained or it's not promoting Christ, then it's probably of the devil. It, it, it's tough to say, and it's tough to come to grips, but the more you look around, you can't say, oh, well, Target, and we'll talk a little bit more about them later. You hired, <clears throat> you hired a, a Satan-worshipping designer to create transgender propaganda clothes, that's all right. Target, I still am going to shop and get my dryer sheets there. And Target's all right. I'm still going to buy whatever it is you buy at Target. I haven't been there in a while. I mean, they have everything, right? And that, that was kind of the reason we stopped going to Target. Side note is we would just walk in there and be $50 poorer when we walked out with stuff we didn't need. So it's been a, it's been a few years now. But how are we as God's people supposed to ignore the fact that Target hired a Satan-worshipping, he's probably a homosexual designer, to make clothes that say that Satan, uh, uh, what Satan does something with pronouns. Maybe I'll find the picture. Basically, what the shirt says was that Satan promotes pronouns. That might have been the words exactly. Well, we as Christians... We need to walk away from that. There's other places to spend your money. There's other places to buy your goods. And Target's been woke for a while. They came with the uh, neutral bathrooms, and they walked that back. And now they're trying to walk back everything. The, uh, the tuck swimsuits, the transgender stuff for kids. And I read somebody saying that, you know, as we ramped up to Pride Month, Somebody said, you know, Target had been this way for years. Every June, it's Pride. But it was this year where Target decided to advertise and to attack. Let's call it what it is. To attack the youth with transgender clothing and support for infants. 
And I think that's where the line was drawn when they said, you can't come for the kids. And, you know, in my heart, I'm a capitalist. Sell whatever you want to sell. If it doesn't sell, that's on you. If you shoot yourself in the foot with your advertising and your marketing, that's on you. But here is the caveat to that. And it's coming out. You can find it in more of your mainstream media now. But crazy people like me have been saying this for a while. These woke corporations are doing this not, not to appease the tiny 0.1% of 1% that is transgender. They're doing it to appease the governmental social credit score. And if you think about it, it's, you know, companies like BlackRock and Vanguard and State Street. If you Google, you know, their portfolios, they've got their hands in everything. And they get to a, enough where each one can control together, can control the narrative of a company, and they force this stuff. Why? I don't, I don't know, and I can't tell you that the CEOs and the board members are sitting around drawing pentagrams and worshiping Satan openly. But it's because they've gone so far from the truth that they think this is the truth. They think that what we have to do is divide the country and that's what it's about. It's a divide and conquer tactic. They want to get the, the chasm between the two sides so far that we start to really hate one another. And if you see it as any other way, I ask you to open your eyes. Everybody thinks, all oh, this politician's good, but then what about when they do this? These politicians are bought and paid for. And it all ties back, right? So when the, the woke, uh, what do you call them, BlackRock company comes in and they drive this narrative into the corporation, it, it comes out because, okay, here's your credit score. This is how we're going to promote or not promote you and your stock options. It all comes down to the dollar or the digital currency as we look at that. This is, this is what we're up against. But there is hope and there is light at the end of this tunnel. And I'm talking before Jesus comes back. I don't. I think that we can beat these narratives. There's enough of the majority that doesn't believe like them. But enough of the majority needs to say enough is enough. It's time to spend your money, your hard-earned dollar that the government takes a giant chunk out of. Where your morals and where your ideals lay there's companies out there like public sq you can put that app on your phone you can find most everything from coffee to clothing that's probably not a far stretch because everybody needs both but they have local maps you can put in where you live and you can see companies that have already hired on if you do have a business that fits these narratives and morals that i'm talking about the christian the family first sign up with public sq i get no money from them i just i was able to talk to some of the people last year and it can show you where to spend your money there's all these other apps i'm sure you guys have bumped up against them before to tell you how a company views their narratives and what they push in their agendas you know starbucks is just the biggest one starbucks also largest shareholders blackrock vanguard state street you start to see that they're not hiding anymore. That the slow slide away from God is being ramped up. It's like it was this 
this slow, nice, easy, you know, lazy river that was going down to now we are in the 90 degree waterfall, you know, sped up. But there is hope. First, make sure you're in church. First. Second, know the word. You could even flip those around if you want, if you're adverse to going to church. But I would challenge you to really be in God's word and to know that those are your weapons. To know that, yes, the world is going to hate you, but Jesus says they hated me first. They did. He was there at the inception. He was there when man fell. So he knows the hate that Satan has for him. And if Satan's not affecting your life, that's because you're on the sidelines. If Satan doesn't have to distract you with stuff because you're already satiated in the world, then he's already won. We need to push back. We need to stand on the truth. And we need to tell the world who God is. We need to tell the world that sin is what sends you to hell. We need to tell this to the transgender people. We need to tell this to the homosexuals. We need to tell this to the philandering husband or wife that's cheating on their spouse. You Sure, you know somebody that's done this. Did you let them know that's a sin and that God did not design marriage to be that way? We get all up in arms in June. But I guess we don't have a philanderer's month, right? We don't have a murderer's month. There's a lot of work to be done and that's what Jesus says, right? The harvest is plenty, but the workers are few. We need to be the workers. Once again, for start in your home, second in your church, third in your community. We need these like Legos, which has gone woke. We need these to connect. Let's just say it's like bricks. We need to build that foundation. First, it's in your heart. Then it's in the heart of your home. And then are you affecting change in your church? And not change, but are you affecting discipleship in your church and through discipleship in your church are you then affecting your community it sounds crazy it sounds overwhelming but this is the truth and as we get into some stories today this is this is why and the first story here i've got is from breitbart i don't know if you guys this is um breitbart.com you can go on there and it says fights outside a california school board meeting over lgbt curriculum and they've got a lot of twitter videos you can watch andy no of course has some really good ones on there but so parents were fed up with the lgbtq2i plus agenda being pushed and this is glendale california i've been there i know what it's like it's a fairly affluent area but the the mainstream media says it was migrants against antifa i don't know i don't know what they're trying to do there when you boil it down, it was Glendale is a there's a large Armenian population there. And Armenians tend to have family family values. They're, you know, based in Christianity. And they're tired of it. I can tell you this too. The Armenian population is proud and stands on their morals, and they're not gonna take it. And so somebody sent Antifa in there, and you could see their they're not in their traditional black block because it's Pride Month, I guess. They wore some colors, but they had their bike helmets and their masks. And I'll tell you this. You don't want to go up against a group 
of Armenians that are standing up for children. You're not going to win, Antifa. Let's just say it that way. I know a lot of them down there, the Armenian people. And they're, they'll go at you tooth and nail to stand for what they believe. And in this situation, it's for what God believes. That we shouldn't be mutilating children. That we shouldn't be showing children pornography in the schoolroom. This is how far we've slid, everyone. This is Satan. You know, I just I picture him sitting on a throne, I guess, or in his chair, his office chair, and you know, kind of like Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. Yes, yes. Tapping his fingers because it's all going according to his plan. Because for too long, Christians have said, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. We need to stand up. Not everybody's called to be a pastor of a church. Not everybody's called to be a Sunday school teacher. But everyone is called to preach the gospel. And everyone is called to, to point out sin and say that's wrong. Mutilating children and showing them pornography in the classroom is wrong. And don't think, oh, that's California's problem. Washington State, Spokane County is just as bad. This is not going to stop until we say stop. So you can go on, Brabar. You can see all the different videos. It was just wild as Becky and I were watching this yesterday. I was like, well, here we are. This is, this is what we have come up against. And so the next story, it is, it's in the same line. Uh, it is Pride Month, so I wanted to highlight some of the weirdness in the news, I guess you could say. So this is from the Western Journal. And we talked about Target a little bit, and we'll get back to Target. But before Target, it was the Bud Light fiasco of using Dylan Mulvaney as a woman in Women's uh, Pride Month or whatever it was. Bud Light just keeps hemorrhaging money, but they don't care. That's the thing. People keep saying, look how much money Bud Light's losing. A, they don't care because they're owned by InBev. If you've been drinking Budweiser for all these years thinking it's the great American beer, it's wrong. They sold to a European company years back, InBev, the largest alcohol company in the world it, my other question i didn't know people still drank bud light i thought we had moved into a more mature palette for beer but whatever that's just me thinking out loud so this this is from the western journal it's a commentary it says gynecologist insists dylan mulvaney is a woman and it spectacularly blows up in her face so this is by pete P patrol the gynecologist is being blasted on Twitter for her comments on the social media site regarding controversial transgender influencer. On Sunday, a gynecologist named Michelle Quinn took to Twitter to respond to a now-deleted tweet from a physician which showed pictures of a transgender activist Dylan Mulvaney and asked if he was a woman. Dr. Quinn's response to her fellow medical professionals was rather snarky, saying, Gynecologist here? The answer is yes, and you're a bigot and not a good look for a physician. First, she had to point out, I'm a guy. gynecologist here. And so some of the tweets that went back at her was uh, from uh, Rita Penahai, a gynecologist who doesn't know what a woman is, pronouns and bio, naturally. Uh, James Lindsay was right, is this other Twitter page. James Lindy, Lindsay, I pray for you. If you don't know who he is, he's a great modern-day philosopher who's an atheist. But when we heard him speak, I was between two pastors, and they are like, man, guy really sounds like he knows who Jesus is. So pray for James Lindsay. This isn't his Twitter. It's just somebody that uh, says, it's a funny name, just says gynecologist here, LMFAO. I don't know what that even means. Um, so then Lady D says, if you have a medical license, it should be stripped. 
because she's saying that is a woman and you're a bigot. And then finally, this uh, Dr. Michelle Quinn, MD, F-A-C-O-G, turning off the replies because I'm going to bed and I don't want to let the bigotry run rampant on this thread. Some of y'all are truly hateful. This is the world we live in. This guy's name is Dylan Mulvaney. Now makeup, spokesperson, skincare, hair, Bud Light. Is This is a woman. Becky and I, this, this last weekend, we got to uh, watch Matt Walsh's uh, documentary, What is a Woman? Man, I'll tell you what. He had some great questions for psychiatrists, pediatricians, uh, transgender surgeons, wanting to know where they stood on things and how they go about things. You know, great conversations. But then when he got to say, what is a woman? All their answers to a T were, it's a woman. Well, I'm sorry, but you can't use the word in the definition. I learned that in first grade. It's stuck in my head, and I'm an old man now, right? These people, learned people with letters after their name and degrees that I'll never even think of, can't figure out how to define what a woman is. Really, it's chromosomal. If you don't know that, don't call yourself a doctor. And this is the narrative the media is pushing, that a woman can be anything. It's really robbing what a woman is. Life bearer. And that's a great part of the, of the Matt Walsh documentary is he goes over to Africa same country I was in, different different tribe. But he's talking to these tribal people that probably don't see a lot of white people or they don't sell a lot of Western garbage because they live off the land and they live for how they've always lived. But he asked them, can a man get pregnant? Uh, no. He asked these men, what is the difference between a man and a woman? That, you know, a woman has her job to bring life. And so now as we sit back and we we're supposed to just acquiesce to the, the narrative that a man can cut it off and become a woman, you can't. You don't have a uterus. You're not going to bring life into the, the world. And that's what in the, in the documentary Matt Walsh asks, you know, tells these, these tribesmen everything about America. And then he asked the chief, would, would you want to move there? Just everybody started laughing, shook his head, no. But we're going to see more and more of it, right? There's le legislation that once the you know the left gets back in power, that'll be put together, that'll be worse than the last one. You look at what Canada with their free speech stomping, that if you don't use the proper pronouns, you can end up in jail. Dr. Jordan Peterson is at risk of losing his medical license because he said he won't bow down to people that don't know the truth. That's another one. Matt Walsh is interviewing this guy who's a social scientist at a college. And when Matt Walsh just said the word truth, he said, oh, I don't know. You're getting really hostile. All he said was the word truth. That made him bristle. That's called conviction. If someone challenges your narrative and your first defense is to get scared and run away, that means you're convicted that you're living a lie. Any social scientist can tell you that. Any psychiatrist can tell you that. So on the flip side to that, Christians, 
when people are they're going to challenge us with why we believe what we believe and if our first thing is because so and run away no that's not what god says god says to hide his word in your heart so that when the times the troubled times do come you're ready you're ready to give an account and an answer of why you know you're going to heaven i don't know i hope that that little back and forth helps uh now we'll finish up with Target here because I said we would. I've been trying to hold off on Target, but so this is uh, from Jim Hoff or the Gateway Pundit. Love those guys over there. Target execs hold emergency meeting to avoid a Bud Light situation after hiring a trans Satanist to design Satanic Kids Pride clothing. I know I'm, you know, we haven't talked about it or whatnot. I tried to avoid it, but uh, the shirt says Satan respects pronouns and it's got like a goat head with some satanic stuff. And this dude sa I, says he's trans, right? The, the designer looks like a dude to me has a mustache. Maybe it was born a woman. I don't know. But you know, here the article says Target is facing a backlash and calls for a boycott after it was revealed that it is a designer involved in creating their recent woke pride clothing line has made disturbing statements expressing support for Satanism. The clothing line is Aperbellin. I don't know, whatever. It's based in London. Here's a problem. When I was a kid, Target is where my mom would take me to get the knockoff Jordans because they were like $5. I watched Target over the years morph into something that was, ooh, Target. Go back to your roots, man. That's where we went for cheap stuff. That's where we went because we didn't have a lot of money. And that's, you know, I alluded to that earlier. That's where we stopped going. I don't want to dive into all of this because you've probably already it's already been beaten to a dead horse in your social media feeds and your news feeds. But this is what I wanted to touch on. Target's going to walk it back. Their board's going to say, oh, no, 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 no. But they've already won that social credit score with the government. They've already got up over a 50. So when people go to buy stock, you know, and you, you, you have a retirement portfolio and you have somebody managing it, they don't want to buy a bunch of duds for you, so they're going to look for that score to be over a 50. This is out of the mouth of the BlackRock CEO that they do this. But now Target's going to try to walk it back because there's a lot of Christians in America. There's a lot of Christians. How about this? You don't have to be a Christian to not believe in Satanism, all right? There's just a lot of people that don't want to participate and promote that kind of garbage. Most people just want to be left alone, and they want people to be nice to each other. This is what I'm talking about. They're going to walk it back. They're going to want you to come back. But it's time to walk away. Christians, it's time to move away from the garbage. There's always, whatever you buy at Target, I'm sure you can find it locally. We're going to pay a little bit more. And if that's your persecution, if that's where you feel persecuted, that you've got to pay a little bit more to not promote Satan in Target, I'm sorry, but that's what we got to do. Hey, I thank you guys for listening. Uh... I hope you guys enjoyed what I had to say today. Uh, Becky will be back next week. We'll uh, start the, I know you guys like hearing her probably more than me. But uh, yeah, until then, I'm Matt. Remember to be sober, be vigilant. Goodbye. To the old me. God made me a new. And I'm so grateful. Lucky I'm even in the room. I know they wanna kill kids in the room.